Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com. Keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with hosts, Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us here for the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon, very excited to be uh, across the room from the mother of the mother daughter team from ClearStep Financial. Carla is joining us. Hello, hello. Hello, good morning. I know that this is probably your second favorite topic, what we're going to talk about today, helping people with some estate planning, some educational opportunities there as we look forward to it. And, and I use the words look forward to it in because um, when we've talked about this subject matter before, some of the things that we discuss when you're talking about estate planning, we know that people go, I don't want to talk about it. That's sad. That means I'm going to talk about what happens when I'm, I'm gone and this. And, and you help encourage people to come to it from a position of look at all this great things that you're doing so that your family doesn't have to do all this because well, you took care of it. Is this a topic that you ever talked about around the kitchen table when no. you were a kid? I know we mm-hmm. didn't. We never talked about finance. Uh, we didn't talk about uh, estate planning or wills or trust. We, we didn't talk about any of that. You just you know, you assumed that these things would be taken care of. And so as you get older and you have your own children or families or whatever, right, you realize it's how important it is to have a roadmap of your finances or a roadmap of your wishes yes. uh, upon death, whether it be how you get buried, whether it be your powers of attorney, who do you want? Otherwise, the courts will figure that out. If you don't put it in paper, then then someone else will. Uh, power of attorney, power of health care. Your decisions, uh, you know, when you when now we all will die. I'm going to say, if you die, no, we all will die. (laughs) Someday we will. It is imminent. (laughs) Right. And it's also um, being able to if you can make some of these decisions, you take the worry out of it for your loved ones. So I remember when I was sitting down and and when I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my will and talking to my baby sister. She's like, that's really sad. I'm like, it's not sad. This way you don't have to worry about you. And again, we're not necessarily the kind of family that thinks that we would haunt anybody. But the joke that I told him, I said, now you don't have to worry about me haunting you because you did, you made a wrong choice. <laughs> no haunting. It was like, there's no haunting going on. I'm like, I told you, here's this, do that. You don't have to worry about even the, don't, oh, should we keep her this collection? Cause she might be sad if we gave it away. No, you just know up front, it's even on paper. If you don't want my right. stuff, you don't have to keep it. You are absolved from keeping any of these things just because I like it. Right. I was like, so that's what I think we also get to talk about is being able to make some of these plans. You can just write into the the whole situation. What will take the stress off of your family members that are still here after you go? Right. You want it to be. It's kind of like someone passing away after living in a home for 50 years and the family members have to come in and and clean it up. Right. Mm -hmm. Or or make decisions to keep or not keep or whatever else. So the more you can have written down, you can even take a sheet of paper right. today, write down things, sign it, have have someone else sign it, mm-hmm. and hand it out, even as simple as that, just so people know how to proceed or right. what, what to do, a, a, again, a, a game plan as to what your wishes are. It could be, you know, so there's there's a lot of discussions about, um, should, do do I get buried upon death? Yes. Or am I cremated? Right. right. There's a lot of, or do I give my body to science, science mm-hmm. right? These are all 
topics you can talk about and and uh, i was just reading there's something now that in certain places you can get yourself composted basically i'm like well that sounds interesting i'm like but i would have to tell them no (coughs) excuse me (coughs) go to the compost place like yeah (laughs) ma like (laughs) like i have to leave a note that says to my sisters yeah shannon wanted to get composted she read it in an article (laughs) is there a place in minnesota that composts people but you know why you know why would they know that because it is something that when they come over for tea and coffee and we're hanging out i'm not like by the way I want y'all to compost me. Like, you don't bring it up in just regular conversation. It's <laughs> a funny topic, isn't it? It is now. I'm you like, don't you think of composting a body. <laughs> no. You think of a fruit or Correct. vegetable. And I'm like, oh, look, they need to I turn into dirt. Okay, that's neat. All right, cool. You know, so, but why would they know that? You know, other right. than if they happen to read the article and they're like, yeah, our sister would have been the composty lady. So <laughs> let's do that. But it is interesting to go, how can we have these conversations that are still in a respectful way? That's what we're trying to do is, is if you're unable to make these decisions, if something happens suddenly, if, you know, if you are, you know, if you live a long life, but it's, you know, at, in your waning years, you have less, you know, acuity to be able to make some of these decisions. It's all just taken care of. So let's just right. get the estate planning out. Of the and way. you can always review it too. Mm-hmm. You can make changes, you can review it. Um, but you know, I grew up going to grave sites, yes. right? Okay. My grandparents were buried here and there and you go to them and you pay them respect. Okay. Whether you say a prayer, whether, whatever it is, you respect that you respect the grave site, you respect the dead. Right. So, and you, you go there frequently, maybe, maybe hmm. it's once a year. Okay. So this is not something you've no. done? No, never no. went to a gravesite? No, I've never, no. And I, but I know that that's a thing that people do because I've seen it in movies. And I know there's, you know, and I live near a cemetery and there's flowers. So I, I see yeah. people going. So I know some people may do that, but it, it, you're right. It isn't something that comes up on a regular basis in our conversations where we talk about that. And so this is another way for you to go now. If you're not somebody that talks about it all the time, you don't have to. You could just have it all taken care of. I told them where all the stuff was. If you need it, it's here. And then if I update it, it's fine. It's still, I just put everything back in the same place. I'll go figure it out Yeah. if yeah. anything happens. Right. So we do want to remind everybody, uh, first, we appreciate you for listening. Second, securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. And we are going to go through some estate planning information today, but we also want to remind everybody that you are kicking off some of your educational webinars for 2023. And so this is going to be a great one if you need a little deeper dive regarding estate planning you have this educational webinar coming up on february 21st 21st. so who's going to be um speaking Mm -hmm. on that one so we have so if you want to sign up for the webinar go to our website or Mm clairstepfinancial.com and go to to the events section you Mm -hmm. can you can sign up right there and you can log in so it'll remind you when the webinar starts so it's february tuesday february 21st 6 30 to about 7 30 we have an attorney that's giving the estate plan information. So she'll talk about trusts and she'll talk about wills mm-hmm. and some of the things to think about that topics of conversation that come up with, with people and families. And right. So it'll be very educational. And um, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to uh, record it. So this is going to be something to make sure to get on right. uh, the, the webinar if you're interested right. in attending or just email us clear step financial again, just email us and we'll, 
We'll send you a link. And we do appreciate all of our my talkers that are calling and hitting up you, uh, hitting your website up in droves right now to get that complimentary consultation. And it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really, it really feels like that's starting to really sink in or like, no, you deserve to be able to talk to somebody about these things. So feel free, go to that website, clearstepfinancial.com. You can use that, uh, my talk tab that's there as well or call. I'm going to give them the okay. phone number as well. Mm-hmm. That's 651 Six zero 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 eight five five, and I'm not saying that this one call is going to change your life, but it might change your week. You know, it might be that first step that you're like might give you some peace of mind. Exactly, you some, know, uh, real realization that you're t- working together with a professional to help you achieve your financial goals. Right. These are these are uh, paths that can be very difficult, especially in these uncharted mm-hmm. territory that we're in right now with our. Global with our economic right. positions, our political, all these things going on right now, they're little nuts. Right. So it's nice to have somebody else that can help you go. Even if you, if this is the first time you're thinking, I can have financial goals. It's someone to be able to help you go. Here's how you start down a path and have a plan. You know, to have a plan and so and review again, exactly right? review and things change in in people's financial uh, futures every year, month to month, day to day. Things can change and so. Again, we're here to help guide and direct through that path. Mm-hmm. And so uh, as we are going into the conversation today about um, having an estate plan, we kind of just went over the general, here's why you would want to do this. Here's what you want to do. And, you know, I, I know that a lot of times once we get to the 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 senior uh, age, you know, that baby, our baby boomers. Yeah, it makes sense that they're already thinking about it, but it's not necessarily a bad thing for all of us Gen Xers and those older millennials to start working on too, right? Well, do we really know our time of death? Right. We don't. So <laughs> it's important to, even they say, even if you're 18 years old, once you're 18 and your parents are not responsible for you anymore legally, right? It would be good to have a power of attorney, power of health care, and then hand those out to yes. your family members. Give some copies to people, maybe even keep a copy in your glove compartment. Right. And people can, you can go on the Minnesota uh, website mm-hmm. and find the power of attorney and power of healthcare. They're right there. You right. can docu- you know, pull them down and... And fill them out and, and if get you them notarized. If you watch a lot of true crime stuff, don't worry. There's People aren't going to, you know, they're not set up in a way that once you sign it, you're signing away your rights. Like it, you still have to be under certain circumstances and you don't even have to tell people. Like that was something that my attorney reminded me. You could fill all this stuff out, have it someplace. You don't have to go tell everybody, you know what, you have my power of attorney. Like, if you're worried that they're shady, I don't know why I would do that to somebody if they're shady. But if you're paranoid, there you are still safeguards. people. I would hope that you... People you yeah. trust. Right, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and if you have trust issues, don't worry. You can fill it out and then hope for the best and just not tell them. So, <laughs> or don't fill it out and take your chances. Right. <laughs> so, however your trust level works. There's an option for you, but we are encouraging to go ahead and take care of some of these things. If it's something that you would like to have these safeguards in place, it's not as difficult to do as you might have anticipated as part of what we're really trying to get at. Right, right. And a good example of of not taking care of something is here in Minnesota, right, with Prince. Right. Uh, That was a mess Mm -hmm. uh, because he did not have any of his estate plan uh, taken care of. So. I believe it took about six years mm-hmm. to settle that estate. Right. Isn't that something? And it could have taken less than a year 
if documents would have been in place, right? Uh, whether it be wills or trusts or whatever. But if, if there's a roadmap, it's so much easier than if you don't have that roadmap. Right. Well, again, we want to remind everybody they can be part of the Financial Health and Wealth Show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And Carla, as we go into our first break, when we return, I know we have some more information on estate planning. Should we get into like some stories about you know what you need to go through if you have kids and those kind of things and just some more specifics yep, let's go into more of the specifics and um, you know we're not attorneys either so mm-hmm. but we work we have some overlap with what we do we work right. with beneficiaries we work with uh, you know required minimum distributions and mm-hmm. all of these types of things that we work with on a day-to-day basis so there is some overlap there so we do have some knowledge in this area but just you know right. disclosure we are not attorneys absolutely so we'll have more information for you as soon as you return you're listening to the financial health and wealth show on my talk 1071 welcome back to the financial health and wealth show here on my talk 1071 also available at my talk 1071.com you can get this preview this episode and previous episodes just by going to our website i'm Miss shannon here with my friend carla zevnik seifzer from clear step financial and reminding you can be part of the show just call us at 651-641-1071 so today we are going through some information about the process of estate planning and why it might be time for you to start having some of these conversations. Uh, we started with the, uh, okay, <laughs> the, 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 the harsh reality of none of us know the time of our death. So it's not a bad thing to start having these conversations today. You know, it's a really good, uh, thing to to start talking about you may be you may be uncomfortable right we all are a little bit i know uh with my father went before he passed away um he was more open to discussing things right he we you know we put things together his paperwork and all of that and my mother she she just clams up every time you approach it she just says what do you think i'm going to die and she could just you could see the tension start <laughs> yeah, to rise yeah she doesn't her. want to even talk about it so uh, but there have been a few conversations we've had, one of us siblings have had with her. So we do have some things in, in place with her, but it's different how people respond. Right. So I think for all of us that are listening and dealing with some of these, uh, you know, maybe approach it little by little. Right. Or, or maybe approach it, and if there's some resistance, then you got to figure out how to, how to go around that or how to how to, you know, deal with it in some way, shape, or form. Or, like I said, you don't deal with it, and then upon death you have to deal with it. Or nursing home or right. long-term care experiences all of and these things. And if you things. are getting that pushback like we've had that some a, a bit here and there and and uh, my family, my sisters and I, that it's at least we kind of go, all right, we get that this you know, maybe your parent or your loved one isn't ready to make that decision yet. So at least knowing all right, I'm probably going to have to be prepared to jump through this hoop and learning about the process or I'm going to get, you know, maybe if you are the person that wants to talk through these things and your loved one isn't, at least knowing, okay, I'm going to talk it through with my attorney and go, well, if things go poorly, what will I need to do? What will be the process so that there's no surprises even from that perspective? Like it might be ideal for them to go ahead and do this. If they're not going to, there's still things that you can do to kind of get yourself prepared Right. For the situation and, in the inevitable. And I think that's a good thing to be prepared. You do your own research, get mentally prepared, uh, maybe physically prepared. There might be a moment in time when all of a sudden doors open up 
that I always say, if the door opens up, jump in. Don't don't walk. <laughs> jump. <laughs> um, and this is with anything in life, right? Right. <laughs> jump. You know, and some people are very, as we talked for a variety of reasons, and when we're talking about uh, people's investment strategies and all these things, a lot of times people are very uh, risk avoidant for some people. So if they're looking at this in there normally have been that stalwart, very risk avoidant, you're going, well, if you want to be risk avoidant, filling out this paperwork for me right now, then there's no question because you already taken care of. So there might be a way that you can just communicate it differently once they give you that moment. You can right. go, okay, right. nope, everything's ready. We're going to make it super easy on you. I'm not trying to you know depress you. I just want to take care of this. I don't have to worry about it later. Or, or you could even, uh, like I look with my mother, right, uh, just approach it every now and then or mm-hmm. in a topic of conversation or a story. Right. You you can share a story and say, what do you think about that, Mom? And then all of a sudden, she'll start talking. So. Yes. Mom, do you know how difficult it was for, for so-and-so's family? Aretha Franklin's family had a really hard time. Maybe we don't want to have a... That's crazy, right, Mom? And yeah, your mom, hopefully, is like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I see. You're trying to... You're sucking me into a conversation I don't want to have, but maybe they'll just give in and we'll get it taken care of. So that you know, it, right. you know, it's it's worth it to work on that. And so when we are again trying to figure out what it is that you want, it also gives you the ability to kind of back up and see what do you need for retirement, then and to be able to enjoy your retirement, but also try to go well. I want to be able to maximize my time while I'm here, but I also want to be able to try and have something left over for later or to take care of certain things. And so is that part of the way you need to organize that conversation? So I think every family is a little different, right? Every person's a little bit different, uh, whether you're single or you're part of a family with kids and that type of thing. But I think the first thing is look at your beneficiaries and decide are they are there any special needs children are there any special needs beneficiaries where you might need to uh, make sure you sit down with an attorney to plan for that and that is exactly what i had to do when i was having you know because i had a lot of questions about setting up a special needs trust and 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 it wasn't something that i wanted to just go on my computer try and look up some articles and figure it out on my own i'm like no let me have somebody at least walk me through this the first time. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that. Your attorney asks questions that, that you never thought about. Me to think about where I'm going, oh, that's how that should work. Or that's what that phrasing actually means. Or the way that I needed to fund the trust and move things into a position that would have a long-term benefit for my son. There's just a certain way to have it done so that, you know, I didn't have to worry about who was going to do that for him. I was able to kind of go, it should be designated in this manner based upon hopefully who survives. me. Right. And that's where your own trust gives a direct step-by-step plan on what to do upon your death. So you have some of your accounts are direct beneficiary. Yes. And if you do have, and that goes directly to your, your beneficiaries, right? You might have one, you might have five. You might, I know people that have 10 beneficiaries, but let's say one of those is a special need. You can actually have an irrevocable trust Mm -hmm. set up upon your death as well for those special needs people to make sure that money goes to them, but through a trust. They can't, a lot of special needs, they can't receive it directly. Correct. Because they'll lose benefits and that type of thing. So a trust is 
uh, can be a very good solution for many, many people. And then when we're discussing the concept of that with your financial advisor, one of the conversations Mm -hmm. that I was having with Cassandra was, well, how can I set up my business to fuel this trust and be able to pass the business and the business then, you know, and trying to figure out what does that look like? And being able to have this conversation with her helped me in my head organize the kind of business I need to be to even have that discussion. So you're yeah. you're you're backtracking. It's yes. like Franklin uh, John Covey or uh, yeah, <laughs> Franklin Covey. Franklin Covey. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The the philosophy there is go back, mm-hmm. look at your end result, and then backtrack. Right. And that's what you've done. Yes. To see how if I want this as the end result, then how do I go about? doing that what steps do i need to take right. to receive that end result and yeah. sometimes you have to do that instead of going i'm going to take this first step i didn't know how to get there until i had thought about oh my end goal is going to be this and I, that's just the overall benefit of starting an estate planning conversation is that yeah the end goal is i want certain things to 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 kick in like a series of dominoes after i pass and if it happens soon here's what happens if it happens way down the road Here's a different way that it happens. But being able to have this conversation should be empowering and freeing for people, not uh, from a position of sadness or fear. It's no, this is going to happen. And this won't be cool if this is already taken care of for everybody. Right. It's okay to it's the elephant in the room, right? Right. We all will die one of these days. Mm -hmm. And so these topics are so important uh, to talk about. I know sometimes. Uh, my my daughters are more open to talking right. about versus my sons aren't as open. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, when we get back, let's go into uh, how estate planning affects some of your favorite subjects like life insurance and such. So you can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with the Financial Health and Wealth Show with ClearStep Financial. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Want to remind you, you can go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth to get this episode, all our previous episodes, if you'd like to pass this along to anyone in your family. Also, you can go straight to clearstepfinancial.com and use that My Talk tab. Go ahead and set up that complimentary conversa- uh, complimentary consultation. Get some specific information for the scenario you might be having in your life. Uh, today, we've been giving some information about estate planning like why would it be in your best interest to have um, an uh, estate plan and talking about inheritances and those kind of things um, on what are some basic information about what you would need to know about giving and receiving these inheritances and I'm just honored and proud that we get to have a conversation on my talk about inheritances how great is that be that we can empower everyone hopefully to be in that position no matter what you have right you Mm -hmm. could have you could have some life insurance at work that needs to and and it's good to on a yearly basis look at the beneficiaries too to just to make sure they're updated because things can change people pass away yes and it's our ages right all of a sudden your kids are 18 and now they can be direct beneficiaries prior to that you may want to look at another adult right it's uh, changes occur. Right. So as we are looking for other tools and resources as people are navigating this, Carla, um, life insurance is one of those things that first, I know that you are such a good proponent of encouraging people to go out there and gift life insurance. So once we get it, is there more information? Like you're saying, I have to remember to double check my beneficiaries. Are there other things that I need to look at as I am 
weaving that into my estate planning scenarios or is it just you got it know where it is know what's you know how will it pay out is it that simple or is there more to it i should look at so not everyone needs life insurance okay Uh, usually if you're working at a company they offer one or two times your salary as a benefit that you don't pay for usually You, you know you don't pay for that right uh but only just know that it's a very small percent of life insurance that pays out yes. at work. It's only about 2%. So it's very, very low uh, percentage of payout, which means it's cost. It's cheap, right? It's, right. Cheap, it's cheap insurance, which, which is fine. Uh, it, it should be. So, but you can, sometimes you can add more. You can add your spouse. You can add yourself. You can add more. But just and know. And often with those life insurance policies mm-hmm. we might have, if we have a, we'll just use the word typical or standard ish type job, a W 2 type job. If you leave that position, do you get to roll that with you or do you need to start over? Uh, most, 99% of the time, you do not get to leave, get to roll it over. Okay. Right? It stays with the company. It's a mm-hmm. benefit there at the firm and at the company. So I couldn't go, okay, I'm going to go out as a solopreneur now, take that policy with me like I, I got to do with my 401k and just right. roll it off. Right. It's just a benefit that okay. stays, that stays there. So that's why oh. if you, if you need life insurance, if you, uh, you know, if you, if you're, if someone's responsible or if you're responsible for someone, could be a parent, could be a child, could be family member, and you want some extra life insurance, why, why wouldn't you get some right. as long as you're healthy and insurable? Mm-hmm. And then now you, your, your life, if something happens, uh, pays off. Right. Ta- tax free, by the way. Right. So, no, no income tax on that life insurance benefit payout. Right. So there's lots of times where it's better to get it now when it's cost effective versus if something happens a little further down the road. Right. Right. So we are encouraging you to be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. Carla, we're going to go to the phone right now. And I believe actually this is a little different than what we're covering right now erica thank you very much for calling the financial health and wealth show do you have a question about building your credit score erica yeah thank you so much for taking my call i've been meaning to follow up on this topic it was talked about a really long time ago but i remember hearing you advising about when you're paying your credit card off to build credit put it put all that you can on there but don't pay the total amount off. Let something roll over each month. I can't remember what the advisement was, but will you clarify on that again? So can I ask how old you are, Erica? Sure, I'm 44. Okay, very good. And you, are you looking at building up your credit? Do you have good credit right now? Or what, what's your game plan? Yeah, I'm looking at buying a townhouse in a couple of years, maybe about a year and a half. And first, my credit, I don't, I'm not in debt. I'm not anything like that. I just, it's kind of like running a race. I just want to see it get higher. It fluctuates between like 700 to 750. It just keeps fluctuating based on how much I have available. Yes. I'm just trying to maximize getting it consistently at the the rate that I want it at. And that is a really good credit score. We talk about this not only on the Financial Health and Wealth Show, but on the Red Hot Real Estate Show as well. So congratulations for doing all of that hard work, Erica. Well, thank you. Thank you. So when you when you go to Experian or the different three different credit companies there, Erica, they what they will do is they will tell you exactly what you need to do to build your credit score higher. You have a good one. Seven anything over seven hundred, I believe, is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to build it up higher, they'll they'll tell you. They'll give you pointers 
right there, they'll give you feedback uh, right on the website as to how to build it up. Right. And so what they're usually saying uh, when you're rolling it over, what we've discussed before, is making sure that you're not using so much of the available credit that you have that it's bringing you down, but enough to maximize that trade line and show those on-time payments month after month after month. And so, you know, and and the other suggestion, and you can and tell me what you think on this, Carla, is you're thinking that you want a townhouse in two years. Find a quality mortgage professional now and they will talk you through. If that's your plan, you talk to your financial advisor, you talk to your mortgage professional, they'll tell you that plan. They can run everything now, you know, if you have the right mortgage brokers and we're happy to get your information and give make some suggestions. But they'll tell you, here's what you should do and what you need to do to maintain it so that you are ready to go ahead and qualify for that mortgage when you're prepared or how much to save how much to save what percent to save and Mm -hmm. then what so that is a good idea to talk to the professional in the mortgage area early like sometimes you feel like i don't need this until two years and we hear all the time you go i don't need it for two years then you're driving around and you see just the right house you're like maybe i do need it now um but when i was getting my journey to do it just and and i'm in a different slightly different scenario erica because i'm a, a solopreneur so a lot of times it I need two years of a thing, a track record sometimes, or at least I did at the time. But I did. I sat down with Cassandra and then I sat down, you know, with Phil Olson, the mortgage guy. And we came up with a plan and it was your taxes need to look here. Your credit does this. Pay this off. Don't pay this off. Just pay it down. A lot of those pieces all need to work together. So if, you know, if you're already trying to figure that out, you might as well find a quality mortgage professional, sit down with them. Hit up the people at ClearStep and build yourself a plan. Get a game plan. Get a game Mm -hmm. plan on it and use your professionals around you. It's a great idea. Yeah. Does that help? Thank you so much. You're welcome. And if you want to leave your information with our producer, Ellie, we'll make sure that we pass it on. So good luck, Erica. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. That was a great question, Carla, Mm -hmm. because a lot of what we do talk about is it seems counterintuitive. It's like, well, I'm paying it off, but my credit's going down. And it's because there's fluctuates. It fluctuates. Why why is it fluctuating (laughs) so much? Right. You should just be happy that I did this. It's like, "Eh, not really. Like there's some things when you pay them off, it'll take a minute and it might dip. And you're like, I thought I did the right thing. Well, you did, but you didn't, you know, for the next three months until it comes back up. And that's a uh, that's the other reason why we encourage um, people to go ahead and set up that consultation. Cause a lot of times you are doing more of the right things than you think, right. but there's something, this indicator that's counterintuitive to all of the correct actions that you're making. So it's good to have somebody go, no, you did the right thing. This will rebound in this amount of time, or here's what you'll notice down the road. Or yes, it's, it seemed, we'll use the word painful right now to make this cut, but here's what you'll have in two years because of this one change that you made. Right, right. Yep. Right. So hopefully, back to our initial conversation about inheritance, this will all help you get to that point well, where you have that. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. back, back to life insurance. Yes. You know, it's a great tool to use to leverage your estate tax-free to your beneficiaries. Just every now and then, they'll look at your beneficiaries, make sure we have, we have life changes that occur, divorce, marriage, death, mm-hmm. that type of thing. So you, so it's good to evaluate and look at those. And this is this is a good time. Right. A better time than any time to look at all your beneficiaries across the board. And then when you are looking at all of that, do you how do you encourage people to have all of this information? Where do we how do we stay organized with what we're doing or make it easier when we have to do those updates? Well 
I I like paper. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I like to go on my bookshelf and I like to grab my file and my my estate plan or whatever it is and yes. look at it. Uh, some people do have a you know a, a type of vault that yes. they have online. Mm-hmm. You can use those vaults as well. And uh, but I would always do you know there's nothing like the paper backup because <laughs> if for whatever reason the internet goes out for a while and you need it right you go to your paper and you have it there right and so I did take your advice because I was one of those people that only had it in like a digital vault so I did print it off and I put it in a little fire retardant bag and stuck it in my yeah. mini safe in my yeah. basement so I, I was like Carla will approve you know. <laughs> Of having this all filled out. paper, yes. Yes, no, I think it's great. So, all right, we're going to go into our final break of the day. When we come back, uh, how about some information on some of the kinds of accounts and and what the ramifications might be once they become inheritances? Some additional ideas that we can uh, help you with and talk about. Mm -hmm. Right, and you can also be part of the show again. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show with Clear Step Financial. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with President of Clear Step Financial. I don't think I say that enough, Carla. You know, kind of, I don't give you enough credit for that being president. Okay. It's Got just it. a, it's just a uh, title, like, I suppose, that every now and then it has to kick in. <laughs> right. I'm like, it's a big deal. Like, because when you transition from the 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 world of the educator full-time mm-hmm. to the world of the educating about finances that was a wonderful transition and you've mm-hmm. been able to build this company yep. you know throughout throughout the years from that standpoint of not only do we advise but you educate well that's our that's our philosophy mm-hmm. that's our mission statement is to educate and teach about money and finance right and if we do that then we have the ability to make all of us right better decisions absolutely they may not be the perfect ones but they're you know they can be better in the long term right uh, for our family and financial well-being which is an absolutely wonderful thing and when we're talking about the well-being of our family that goes back to today's conversation about inheritances and and some of these you know ideas about giving and receiving these inheritances mm-hmm. and so we wanted to wrap up with some options uh, for people as they're deciding to do some of these things we did cover the trusts and those kind of things and how you would have that conversation with your attorney but for this last segment how do you want to talk about the the gifting or the options that are out there Carla so uh, I guess we didn't talk about the long-term care piece too. Okay. But long-term care, when you do your planning, mm-hmm. uh, does it make sense to uh, maybe have a pot of money that is, we call it lazy money, right? Okay. It's not, there's no job for it. Okay. Uh, but sometimes you can take that lazy money and you can put it toward leveraging into protection right? where there's a death benefit or that it can be used for uh, care eventually uh, down the road. So okay. those are things to consider and, and when you and say that lazy money, that's also usually in one of those uh, less risky type environments and very liquid mm-hmm. is what you mean also with that lazy yep. money it pile could, yep. there. Okay. It could be liquid. You don't know what to do with it. Right. Uh, but some for some people, it makes sense to put it into a vehicle, again, that can leverage and is just designed for long-term care or right. care down the road, uh, you know, just just for for that that goal that, okay. that job right so that does seem like another option and something that we know is a lot of times really on people's mind what's going to happen to me with my long-term care so what are our other things that we want to make sure that they're looking so, at during that time period yep so people that have 401ks IRAs um, and and they have direct beneficiaries 
on those accounts, right? Usually to your children or your family members or people that you want to leave that money to. Yes. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of choices that you have once, let's say you inherit an IRA from okay. a parent, right? Mom yes. or dad passes away, and now you have a beneficiary IRA that goes to you. Uh, maybe, maybe you have four siblings, so it goes to the other four as well. And now that money, though, needs to... You, you, you'll eventually need to pay your taxes. You have about 10 years to withdraw okay. So, so that, that's the new rule there. So you withdraw it. You don't immediately upon their death have to liquidate it or like there's not a, a, a whiplash event that you, you have to could. do. Okay, you could. You could. Okay. okay. If you want to pay the taxes all in one year and you need the money for whatever reason, you can't. You have the option to liquidate it or over 10 years take out money, maybe 10% every year. Okay. And over the 10 year window of time. Uh, you have it liquidated, but so you have about that, 10 years. In that scenario, it does count as income. So we were saying, so it, you would have a tax thing. But we were saying if it was life insurance. and Isn't you get that, that interesting? Yes, yeah, so life mm-hmm. insurance, so you get a life insurance payout that doesn't mm-hmm. um, start a tax event. Correct. But if you get an inheritance in a 401k, it does. It does. Interesting. If, okay. if the 401k is never, if you've never paid taxes on it, right? Okay. If it's a Roth 401k, it's different. That, okay. that, although you still have to take that out within 10 years as well, whether okay. it's a Roth, after tax, or pre tax, like where you've taken that deduction or your parent has taken that deduction, then it goes into a beneficiary IRA. Okay. You know, if you're married, you, you don't have the, it's not a beneficiary IRA, right? It just goes into the name of the spouse and then you use it as if it were in your name. Okay. Then it becomes your name. So, um, the, that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we have a couple things to, uh, well, and these are all things we can help people work with, right? And, right. And give ideas on um, how to go about doing that. But, I, and, and again, if you have a disabled person who is a beneficiary, just, or a child under the age of 18, this is key. Okay. There's so many people that have children or grandchildren under the age of 18 and they put that child as a beneficiary on their account, whether okay. it be life insurance, 401k, Roth, or whatever. And children under the age of 18 cannot inherit money directly. Okay. So a trick there or a trick of the trade, a tip mm-hmm. here is to pick another adult that you trust. Right. And then they would be the custodian for the benefit of the kids. And that's how it's listed that's how we list it on beneficiary information. So does that make it more difficult? Like, do you have to have them listed in the, the way that you just mentioned it, the custodian and benefit of the child? So they know that there's clearly this expectation. Right. So you don't always have to set up a trust and then provide who's going to be the custodian of the trust. You can make them custodian of this account. Correct. Okay. Correct. Right. It's a custodian of the account if the a person passes away that maybe a parent passes away or grandparent and they want some of the money to go to a grandchild or child under the age of 18 you can designate a custodian right in the beneficiary designation for the benefit of okay the child okay and or children and then list the children their you know their information and then it'll go directly to that custodian then can set up different accounts right. as the custodian for the benefit of the kids right it's it's a nice way to have direct beneficiaries for children disabled right 
children under the age of 18, it really works out right. Well. So if I had not set up a trust, I could set up the like I could use my sister because um, my kid's only 14. So I could use put it to my sister, but I would make sure that I would work with my attorney to say that it's in benefit of my right. son. Correct. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And they could actually put that money in trust then. Okay. If they, okay. If they wanted to. Right. You know, to protect because... That's that's a different circumstance, right? With the disability, right? You want to make sure that so many money's... layers. Yeah, there's so, there's so many, many layers. layers. It's like crazy. Oh, so yeah. why, why do we have to make all these decisions <laughs> right. in our life? Right, it's not fair. Exactly. So we're gonna do our best to try. Like this is a process that cannot be streamlined necessarily. So we're just gonna go. Here's the people to ask. Yeah, yeah. Just, and they'll just figure it out for right. you. Make sure you say it right. Right, right, right. But these are all things to look at. Look right. at them. Pay attention. You know, sometimes when we don't pay attention, that's that's when things fall through the cracks. Yes. And this, these are all important topics and uh, real to talk, talk about. The longer you don't pay attention, sometimes the more complicated it gets. Yeah, it doesn't true. get easier. That's true. We just the le- push the long- it away. Exactly. The longer you push it off, that doesn't make it any- with this. Right. So you're better off just dealing with it now sometimes yeah. before it yeah. turns, right. you know, right. uh, before that rock, I call this, uh, before that rock turns into a wall, let's let's just get rid of this rock. Let's you, move this rock out of the street. You know what's funny? I have a little mm-hmm. mind game I play with myself. What's that? If I don't, if I don't want to do something, right, or if yeah. I don't want to, whatever it is, make a phone call or whatever, I'll say to myself, okay. I'll do this first, and then after that, I prepare my mind mentally, right? Yes. And then after that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and then I do it. Yeah, right. I end but up. But we doing, can play those games, right? I do head. that with my son too. I'm like, I, it's the first one game, you know, kind of thing. It's like, okay, you, what we really want to do is this fun thing. We get to do that fun thing when this is out of the way. When we put the do dishes this first, away. right? Exactly. And okay. when this is done, then we get to do that thing, and it makes that that the 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 the, the thing you don't want to do, it makes it less painful because you're like oh i'm really focusing on the fun thing thing afterwards exactly not focusing on the dishes are boring like yeah but then we get to go yeah exactly hey man however you got to talk to yourself in your head to get you know to get some forward momentum do that do that so we have one more minute that uh, we get to uh, hang out today so i just want to remind everybody that you do have uh, your first is this the first webinar of 2023 you know what i'm really excited about Mm -hmm. estate planning wills these are all topics power of attorney power of healthcare, all topics we're going to discuss on the February 21st, first webinar that we have. We have a number of them. If you go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com, you can sign up for the different webinars. Um, right. I don't know if we have them all listed yet, but uh, we're in we're in the stages of getting them all listed on and the, the website. And the other great thing is that if you sign up for the first one, then you're at least in the drip line that as mm-hmm. other ones come up, I know I'll get a little reminder that says, hey, we just posted that a new webinar is going to be coming up. Here's where you go register for it. And you guys do a great job of not, it's not like you're spamming me. You're like, I have a thing. You may be interested in this thing. And then you, you know, you don't bombard my inbox. You right. just give me the information people, that I need. Right. right. And you can pass it on to people. We're open to having... Uh, other people get on, get mm-hmm. on, get the information. It's educational. And then, go, you know, just go from there. But they're all good topics to discuss. Right. And again, you can get that information by going to clearstepfinancial.com. Go to the events tab. If you want to set up that complimentary consultation, just again, that's clearstepfinancial.com. Go to the My Top tab or call 651-600-0855. So great hanging out with you, Carla. We'll see you again good. next week. Thanks. Have a good week. Thanks.